Sweet. We had a Lenny come on the podcast today. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this chat. Um, it was really cool. Um, yeah, so um, Lenny's just started her own practices with meditation, helping people with their inner child and all that. She's doing this out of a yoga studio in Logan. So I will um, pop all the links down in below. And that, um, yeah, it was a really cool chat. I actually quite enjoyed it. So, and I, I think you guys will get a lot out of it as well. I um, highly suggest to go check out all our work as well, um, which I'll link down in the links bio below when the wind just picks up. So the mic's going to go a little bit funny. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on the show. That's right. See, um, let's get into it. Um, so you've been doing a whole bunch of stuff lately. I'll get you to explain all of that instead of me trying to break it all down. And it'll go from there. Guess we could go many different ways with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I like, started my own practice back home. I started in like January. Um, like holistic healing and like soulful guidance through your own body and nervous system mm-hmm. to like help explore your trauma and sort of like own it so that you're Mm -hmm. not like having internal battles out in the real world um so yeah i just do like one-on-one sessions and do like inner child work if you've Mm -hmm. heard of that yeah and then um yeah just run like group meditation sessions where just like aligning the whole body and just letting people feel calm yeah love that that's cool so like what kind of i guess you know mentalities you kind of use with it to help people to I guess you know heal their inner trauma inner child and all that kind of stuff because I really like the inner child stuff because it's the stuff I love talking about so it's like coming you know parenting your inner child kind of things yeah so what's some of the mentalities you help around that with people so always I'll always like drop in with people so we'll like meditate together mm-hmm. just get really calm so the mind is like quiet mm-hmm. and then um yeah, we'll just like have a chat, talk about what they want to dive into, what's like come up for them during the week or whatever. And then we usually just dive back in through meditation. So like I'll guide them back in into the space inside their body. Mm-hmm. And then we just like really visualize what's alive there, you know, what it feels like, what it looks like, sounds like. Really just get familiar with what's going on in that place. Mm-hmm. And then... um yeah just go through like a process of understanding it and accepting it and feeling it so that you know what that feeling is and you can like yeah just become familiar with it because when you know what it is then you're not shocked when it like shows up yeah so yeah just like an accepting and really like um empowering process i suppose that's cool because i've seen you talk about this before like the masculine and feminine and Mm. it's like this is something i've got into at the beginning of the year yeah and it's like the way you're explaining it is like more the feminine archetype so it's like a lot of the time in our society we jump to masculine so it's like the logical analytical Mm. you know trying to solve the problem then sitting back and accepting it yeah and the one thing that we all need first is love and acceptance before we can transcend something and start looking into it Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, because, like, masculinity is all about, like, getting the goal and, like, just, you know, Mm. being determined, being powerful, being protective, getting the things that you want. And we've, like, grown up in that society Mm. and, like, that it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, like, I feel like it's just gone further than what it should or Mm. at least it's not being balanced out. And now you can see now more, like, practitioners coming out, doing more loving things, more, Mm. like, nurturing and just, like, 
yeah, heartwarming things to like help us balance out all of this um, go, 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 you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just being like, yeah, just really soft and gentle with ourselves. Because like I've listened to like heaps of different podcasts, like different theories on this as well. It's like a lot of indigenous cultures like speak of like this time being the rise of like the feminine. It's mm. going to be the first time like the birds actually going to have, obviously like humanity is actually going to have two wings because we've been dominated so long from each society has always been highly masculine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the first time like the feminine's gonna come more into the role. Yeah. And it's like it's understanding too, like even us guys that we have femininity in us too. Yeah. And that we have like when you do in the child stuff it's like, you know, you love and accept it mm. and all that as well. Yeah. When I had like a male come for one on one sessions and like I wanted to dive into like masculine and femininity, mm. I expected to dive into his femininity, mm. like just that was just what I would have thought was going to happen and then it was just the other way around like even though we're in a masculine driven world even the masculinity and all that energy that's coming out isn't isn't what it should be mm-hmm. it's really like damaged and it's coming from like an ego place rather than like a pure like um empowered place like yeah I'm masculine I'm powerful rather it's more like you have to be powerful, you have to be strong, or like you're not a man, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it just gobsmacked me that we're living in this masculine nature, but yeah. it's still not even healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's quite interesting you say that, because it's like, um, like even with myself, I know I tendency have more feminine like traits, because I like, I guess, masculine's more like, you know, liking things. I like, you know, doing people stuff and yeah. talking to people. Which that's like, it works out to be like 10% of the male population mm. that's into that. And yeah, I still find the same thing. It gets caught in the tracks. So like, I need to be like this. I need to be like that. And yeah. it's like, no, I'm not working my strengths if I keep going into that, you know, thinking I have to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like when like men can own it as well. Like, yeah, I am feminine in these ways. And mm. like, it's be- it's beautiful to own it like that. Mm. Like knowing where you're soft and where you're strong as well. Yeah. But it's so hard because, like, especially with social media, like, there's all this masculinity around and there's all these beautiful women around and we're yeah. like, oh, we have to be like this, yeah. but we just have to be ourselves. Yeah, because that's something I was, like, in a big thought about the other day and it's, like, you know, especially around, I guess, mental health and social media and it's, like, these days we have to have such, you know, multiple masks and then you've got mm. your own avatar who you are on social media yeah. and then you come back to real life and then you wonder, like, why you feel lost in that but we spend so much time in the real world, mm. I mean, on the social media yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when we come back to the real world we don't know who we are because yes. we're pretending to be someone else. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I feel like just with me starting my practice it's been so weird to put myself out on social mm-hmm. media like talking to the camera and then I'm always like what is this picture that I'm painting of myself because yeah. like I feel like I'm a pretty like chilled out like cool mm-hmm. gal but then like when I'm on social media I'm like I just look like this like ah oh, like <laughs> all like on there yeah. but it's just yeah it's just crazy like what you put up is just that's what people see and that's what they just take you for mm-hmm. and you can so easily misguide people like that yeah you're spot on with that because like a lot of the time is like i get a lot of business coaches that help me out here and there and they're like yeah. you need a niche down if you're online marketing yeah and i was like but then i'm not being authentic yeah. because like i like to show up how i'm feeling on that day yeah so then people get to experience different parts of me online so it's not just like the yeah. one 
kind of, I guess, the label. Persona. Yeah, persona of the label, yeah. giving ourselves like the mindset coach, like everything's just yep. mindset. So it's like, that's not really the case. Yeah, and like if you're like a life coach or mm. like, you know, you, when you're in this line of work, you're supporting people, but like, you need to be able to own when you're not at your best. Like, mm -hmm. we're, we're not perfect. Like, even though like we're trying to help people, mm. we can still get nervous and we yep. can still like have a day that we're a bit off. Like, yep. I feel like a lot of, a lot of like um, mainstream life coaches are really like, yeah, like follow me, like mm. listen to me. I've got all these tips yep. and it's like, oh, I like, I like to practice from like, you have what you need to know. Yep. And like, I'll just help you like find it, I suppose. Yeah, that's exactly the way I like to do it because it's like mm. you already have it all in you. You yeah. shouldn't like need me in six months' time or like a year time. Yeah. Once you heal that stuff, it's like because that's what I find with a lot of the coaching is like, I guess it's like it's the same people that filter in and out yep. kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, I was gonna say too, it's really funny that you said like all that as well because I remember doing like my first like own workshop last year, mm -hmm. and then before it, I just went blank. I went had like nerves yeah. just kicked in, and I was like, holy crap, can I actually do this? Yeah, kind of thing. literally. Yeah. It's like so nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Like when I first had people come for one on ones, I would like full drop in for like half an hour with myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. Like trying to like think of what to do, but I'm also no no within me. I'm like just let it like yeah. do its thing. Like it will uncover itself. And yeah. I actually had a coach of mine tell me something that like really stuck with me. She was like, "You can't go wrong because you're guiding people in their own journey. Like mm -hmm. it's you're taking them through themselves. So like you can't." really do wrong if that makes sense yes yeah because yeah. yeah, it's our own ego in a way that looks for that perfection kind of mindset yeah. it's like you know we need to do it like this or it looks like this but then they're on their own journey we're on our own journey as well yeah so it's like the trap that we get caught up in yeah yeah mm. it's yeah I, I still get nervous sometimes but i also am a lot better just like letting go and being like mm. look they're here yeah. to do their work i'm keen for that and yeah. that's i feel like all that matters yeah, and I think nerves are like a good thing though, they're not a bad thing because it shows mm. that you care a lot or yeah. like you care and like one thing I've learned with like nervous like nerves is that it's an energy source. Mm. So it's like your body getting prepared to generally would back in the day for battle, but then yes. it's like getting prepared for like to help someone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, sort of like a um like a wake up, like you're yeah. here now, yeah. like you've got to take on this yeah. this challenge, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love all that stuff. Like the nervous system and how it like just tells you what's going on is crazy. Mm. Mm. It's insane. Um, also too, like I guess we should dive a little bit in, like where did your kind of spiritual journey mm. started? Yeah, so it was about like two to three years ago back mm. at home. Um but yeah, like I said to you before, like I've always like questioned life, like always wanted to know like more about space or more mm. about the earth mm. or yeah, I was just really like in love with the earth and everything that was around me and I was like, okay, well, what is all this? And then I started to question myself eventually. Mm. It's like, well, what the fuck am I? Like, yeah. and um, yeah, so like I said earlier, my friend Scott had passed away and like um, our group of friends. And I think just being so close to death like that, I haven't really experienced it on that like level. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just really eye-opening and like I had a like I was in a completely different life situation at the time as well like in like um, not the best serving relationships and um, connections in my life and then yeah I came across my friend that I told you about Sam and he sort of just like 
opened my eyes to all of this and um, yeah we just got to like explore life a little bit together and I just like felt so much more free and was like more comfortable in the earth and to just do what I want and then yeah just started reading books even though I would have never picked up a book like three years ago you know I just like read all them and I was like wow like there's just so much to this and it doesn't stop so like we said how you can like plummet into it and you go real fast and now I feel like I've got my pace and I'm like happy to just keep exploring at my pace now. Yeah, because that's the most important thing and that's something I've just recently learned as we spoke about before. It's like it's so important just to find your own pace because everyone yeah. wants you to go so quick, much quicker and it's like once you get your own pace, stay at that kind of pace. Yeah. Because as you're saying, if you plummet too far in and then you got to go through like, I guess, ego deaths, which yeah. that's kind of painful. We still go through them anyway but you don't go through them as quick and it gives you yeah. time to integrate what you learn as well. Yeah, for sure. And like going in your own pace, like what you were saying, um, you like you started Reiki ages ago, mm -hmm. but you can see now so many people like, oh my gosh, Reiki, like that's a thing. So yeah. now everyone's doing it, but yeah. like they didn't really come across it on their own. Mm -hmm. They just saw that it was up and booming. They yeah. jumped. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're not going at your own pace, then yeah, it's probably your ego trying to like take you, like <laughs> go do that because it, that's, it's getting a reward almost. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I guess it comes back to the social media thing. You're creating that yeah. picture of like, look who I am kind of thing. Yeah. Because like you do need a like people are endlessly like learning doing different courses and all that kind of stuff which is nothing wrong with that yeah but it's like knowing when to take the time out to integrate what you learn yeah yeah and I, yeah i was saying that to my friend the other day like he was like do, doing all these learnings and stuff like that and i was like oh no where did he go he went away in his van and then he came back home and i was like oh now you have time to like reintegrate to the earth and he was like oh like I never even considered the integration period. Like you definitely need time to reflect and reevaluate what's war. What did you just do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get the learning from yeah. it as much. And then plus too, like it gives a chance for your nervous system to adjust as mm. well. Because like, one thing I've noticed when I was like heavily deep in learning, my nervous system wasn't keeping up with me. Yeah. So then I still I had all the knowledge, but. I've still been triggered by other things. Yes, that yeah. Was before. Well, you keep getting the same lessons. Yeah. They just keep coming back. I'm mm. like, I've already done this. Yeah. Like, oh, you haven't let it settle in. Yeah. Make it home. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, like, during that period when you're first getting into wool, was the biggest thing that you've learned? Um. Oh, I don't know. It was just sort of like the mind body, like just the two different bodies and being the observer and being also like the spirit as well, like having both feet in the doors. I think that was the first concept that I learned, but I'm still learning it to this day. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that's like, yeah, be the observer, but don't be attached to what you're observing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah does that like, make sense? Yeah. 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 It's like, because um, it's like, because um, one of the people I look up to is named Peter Crome and he talks about, um, you know, living in, which is just probably similar, um, living in uncertainty. Mm. So it's like not getting, you have your wants and all that, but not getting attached to yes, it. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like living in the unknown as well. Mm. I think that's another one they say, yeah. Mm. I did my like group session last night and the thing that I like focused on at the end was like, got them to like really embody their goal and like envision their goal mm -hmm. and then I just it's like all right, everyone breathed deeply and we let it go and I was like now that your body knows that that's what it wants like mm -hmm. it's it's gonna go to that yeah and it's just like I can't remember why I was talking about that 
but yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent get that. Yeah, and it's like I think like one of the it's crazy how much like you still continue to learn about it as mm. you go on. Like one of the first things I learned was how to breathe. Yeah. And then you know how like breathwork's exploded now, and like yes. how much I like started to learn more about the breath. Now I went through a period which I didn't really learn anything about. It was more meditation. Now I've like got back into it again. Yeah. Yeah, I only like I've heard about breathwork for ages, and I went to this one workshop, but like it was, it was like three years ago. Oh no, sorry, two years ago now. There was like fifty people in the room, but no one was really guiding me. Like they just sort of said like, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna do this, put music on. Everyone know how to do the breathing, and everyone was just like, yep. And I was like, oh no, and they like <laughs> sort of explained it. Yeah. So I was just laying there for three hours breathing, and like I was like, what? what is this? I never went to a breathwork workshop again until like two or three weeks ago my friends held one because mm. they just started it and it was so powerful mm. and I was like what was I what was going on like my body wasn't ready to learn breathwork at that time yeah. so I was just all into meditation and now just learning breathwork I'm just like wow they go together so well. <laughs> yeah. I mean the first time I actually went to like a breathwork class myself like I went to an event first time going to it and like I thought I had done breath work at home and they're like have yeah. you done breath work I'm like yeah I have yeah and then we ended up doing it and then it was like because we did a nootropic breath work which is pretty intense it's like trauma releasing stuff true it's like a really deep one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like really like all hyperventilating yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah and then I did it and then we had to stand up and I fell over. <laughs> and like the first thing is I knocked the sign and bro uh, like broke a statue and all that. Oh my <laughs> god, like... everyone would have like loved it though. They'd be like, oh, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am, first time being there and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. That that type of breathing, because I saw like my own um like healer mentor for a while then she got me to do that breathing and I couldn't do it like I would start and then I would just start crying and then I'd get annoyed that I can't do it and yeah. I'm like what's going on and I can only now sort of start to do that but like it was just I found it so difficult but when I did do it for the first time for like two minutes I remember writing my journal I was like fuck yeah like I just did this this breathing <laughs> yeah because it's the same with me like because i cough a lot when i do that breath work so yeah. then everything just like comes up and then like a lot of the time is i think i did something similar in, at the end of 2020 and it was like the first time i cried in like three years yeah from doing that type wow. of breath work yeah, yeah yeah wait first time you cried in like three years in general yeah oh wow i yeah. cry like once a month <laughs> Well, it's like, yeah, it's not a bad thing to cry and that, and I think it's like a good thing that I like learned to cry through doing that yes. type of breath work as well, because it's like it's such a release. Of, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Have you like, do you find that you cry more often now? Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, when I first saw my therapist, I was crying every session and I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was yeah. like, no, 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 like it's actually perfect too. Yeah. And I don't know, I just always had this shame about like crying in front of everyone. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it, but it's actually really powerful. Yeah, because like what people don't know is that it's like when you cry, you're kind of helping the body release mm. the emotions that are, you know, tensing it up. Yeah. And then there's a really cool book that talks into it. It's like the body keeps the score and it talks about how um, trauma and like emotions store in the body if yes. you don't allow it to release out. Yeah for sure mm -hmm. and if they're like stored in there for too long in like a bad way that's when like you get sick and mm -hmm. you have all these diseases yeah. come through and it's just mm -hmm. like I just think it's crazy how everything's connected but like yeah. there's so many people like 
and they've got this disease and then I'm yeah. like, oh, like, you know, do you need to talk about this? They're like, no, it's not that. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you're angry, so yeah. it's something. There's a really cool book that I wanted to read, and it's like the metabolical theory of cancer. Okay. And it talks about, like, the emotional component of cancer, because, like, you meet a lot of people that are super, like, healthy, but then they end up getting, like, cancer, and yeah. it's from, like, the emotional build-up. Yeah. And um, they talk about that in the documentary, I think it's called Heal. Okay. And it has like Dr. Joe Dispenza, I love um, him. Bruce Linton and all that in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think that it was on Netflix, but now it's on Gaia. Yes, I have that. Do you have that? Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I barely watch Netflix. I'll just put that on and just like. I remember the first thing I watched was this documentary about water. And I was like, oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so interesting. Like, yeah. What? It was crazy. It's crazy. Like when I was watching that documentary, and it's like, wow, like how we do, like we don't allow water to flow naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, you know, when it goes through its whole process, and it finally gets to your cup, it's like it needs to chill out for a second. <laughs> yes. Like it's just been on this journey to get here. Yeah. And if once it's chilled, then when you drink it, it will just nourish you that little bit better, or something mm. like that. I yeah. don't know, it was ages ago, and I watched it. But yeah, it's just like... Yeah, it's so interesting, eh? But yeah, I guess like to, um, I guess kind of wrap it up on this one. It's like, um, what are like, say the three things you would do to help people with their inner child? Um, go outside and do whatever you feel drawn to do. Like go outside without the phone, without stimulation. Mm. Um, yeah, whether you like want a cartwheel, draw, or just like lay there, just yeah, go outside and let your body do that, whatever it wants to. Um, maybe at night before you go to bed, just like hold your heart and I don't know, just sit there for a moment, whether you want to say thanks, whether you want to be like, good job for today, mm -hmm. like that little bit of encouragement. Like when you start to encourage yourself, I feel like it first comes out like a child. You're like, oh, good yeah. job. You know, like, just <laughs> yeah. like that little, like, yeah. that little like fist yeah. bump. Um, so yeah, just have that. And then the third thing, um, I don't know. Maybe go like play with another form of life, like a person or an animal or like nature and the trees. I think that's so important though, play. Yeah. It's like we're so serious as an adult that we've get how to play and that's yeah. like the best thing to help release trauma as well. Yeah, and your imagination. Yeah. When your imagination then gets to run free, that's when like you're at your most like pure, like aware state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I have a friend that um, I was talking to on Sunday, he's just done, he does um, trauma therapy mm -hmm. and he goes, it's so crazy because he does like improv for it mm -hmm. and he goes, it's so funny like because he did like a group session with it and they picked like a game to play like and these little like adults and it was like a game that we all play as a child True. and they had the most fun they've ever had. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, I would love to do that. Yeah. I love like, yeah, my practice is like developmentally and trauma informed so that's yeah. so cool get a bunch of adults play this kid game and see who gets mad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we forget that you know we still as like we still have our inner child in us like that's yeah. how we create things into realities through play mm -hmm. and that's how we have fun laughter helps to transcend um i guess anger as well because the opposite to anger is laughter yeah from what i've learned yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and relationships you seek out like the type of relationships and connections you make will have its roots in when you were raised so, like mm -hmm. how your parents raised you is probably how you're going to show up in relationships too, or yeah. at least affects it. 
Yeah. 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 And it's generally like we try and do the opposite, but the opposite to crazy is still crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. And then, yeah. My sister, her partner is exactly like my dad. Yeah. And just growing up, like my sister and my dad were just like complete opposites. But yeah. it's just funny to see how much her partner is just like my dad now. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> it's funny when you sit down and reflect on that and it's like holy crap you end up attracting you know your parents because like you generally when you get in relationships you're trying to fix what you're going to fix in your parents yes yeah. yeah yeah I love it I love that her partner's like my dad because now it's like my dad but younger and he's mm. my friend mm. like it's cool like that yeah yeah, it's really cool. Mm. Um, I'll get you to share like all your Instagrams and all oh, that yeah. stuff and I'll plug it in the bio below for you as well. Cool. So my Instagram is at holistic underscore grow dot flow. And then on Facebook, it's just grow and flow holistic healing. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, welcome. everybody. Cheers. <laughs> all right. Cheers for tuning in today's podcast today, guys. Um, give it a like comment let us know what you think and all that jazz um also too if um you think of a value of a friend feel free to share it with them um what else too if you want to support the podcast that little extra bit um feel free to head over to my website at www.mitchellcrocker.com to purchase a t-shirt or head over to patreon which i'll link that down in below and if there's any way that i can support you guys at all feel free to send me a dm and any of my social media sites or head over to mitchellcrocker.com for all my services and programs and all that kind of stuff you need that extra support and all that but yeah thank you again for tuning in today's podcast today guys couldn't do this without you but yeah so peace